Hello, creeps. <laughs> I watched him for 15 years, sitting in a room looking at this night in humanly patient, waiting for some secret, silent alarm. Michael? He's on his way. You've got to believe me, officer. He is coming to Haddonfield. I saw the boogeyman. While I'm here tonight, I'm not about to let anything happen to you. Was the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was. I met him 15 years ago. I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no conscience, no understanding. Life or death. Can I get your ghost, Bob? This has not been my night. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. <laughs> Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Unrestricted Movie Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Josh, and I am joined by a whole bunch of people this time. We have Ooh. a whole smorgasbord of people here. Yeah, yeah. Of bodies, as Michael Myers would. The hottest. Yeah, and and yeah. hopefully at least one of us makes it to the end. Uh, I'm your other co-host, Ryan, and uh, we're joined by two of our lady friends. <laughs> two of our... That's one way to put it, Ryan. <laughs> You want you guys go ahead and introduce? Well, I'll introduce my sweet wife Marissa, who has been a guest on the show before. I think technically it's last time. I think were they recorded back to like? What, remind us of what movie you uh, ta- discussed with us? Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, I was That's right. A little tipsy. Our listeners should. <laughs> Our listeners recognize your voice probably, and you're not as tipsy right now, but you may get there. I don't know. I'm halfway through my uh, giant ass glass of wine. <laughs> and to my right is my lovely wife, Haiti. Um, I'm like happy to be here. I haven't participated in any of the other podcasts, but I'm excited for this one. Well, it's going to be great. We're going to have fun tonight. Happy Halloween, guys. This episode is releasing on Halloween night, or Halloween day, I guess. (laughs) What do you think of that score? Uh, I mean, if you want to jump right into it, let's jump right into it, because that was the first thing that I wrote down, Ryan. Speaking about the score, we were watching... Was that was that what we were watching on the movies that made us on Netflix? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they talk about the score and how was it the uh, the director or the yeah. producer who did it? The director. Do you know Jeff. his name? Is it Wes Craven? Oh no, that was Friday. It's another the master of horror. 
John, profession of Jesus Christ. No. Carpenter. Oh. The humble John Carpenter. Apparently I've had one too many drinks to, yeah. to catch on to what you were saying. No, but apparently he he went into it in three days or something and came out with this like creepy ass score. Yeah. Yes. From what I hear, John Carpenter is kind of a, a practical guy when it comes to directing and, and producing his films. And he's composed a lot of music for his movies as kind of just a, a practical economical solution. He's free. <laughs> it's it's a cheap solution. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of the, one of these no no bullshit guys. Like he doesn't take shit from people, and if something's going to cost an arm and a leg, he'd rather just do it himself. Hey, and you know what? He killed it in he this movie. It. He did so much better than the I other know. one that we watched the other night. <laughs> so yeah. we're talking about the Halloween franchise, obviously. Um, so yeah, he did the score for the original Halloween, and we just actually got back from watching. The brand new Halloween, Halloween Kills. We'll get into our thoughts about that. <laughs> I think we all have kind of mixed I'm thoughts. We will have plenty to say, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But John Carpenter actually came back as an executive producer for this film, uh, this one and the previous one, and uh, a composer with his son, Cody. Very nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why don't we kind of get... I, I've got a little bit... I don't know how familiar you guys are with John Carpenter and with the Halloween franchise. I know you watched the first movie, right? Mm, that's right. Um, Haiti, you watched a little bit with me. Yeah. So, th so this was my, my first foray into the, the franchise, the Halloween franchise. So, And we have not yet been able to follow up with any of the sequels in between Halloween and Halloween Kills. Yeah. So I'm cur I'm curious what your thoughts are, Ryan, because have you seen all of the sequels? Have you seen every Halloween movie? I have, actually. Uh, this film has quite a legacy, and it's kind of a spiderweb's legacy because um, the films that followed the original just kind of delve off and have their own timelines and their own creators. Um, but let's get right into it. So John Carpenter... Um, we talked a little bit about when we were talking about Nightmare on Elm Street about the masters of horror, right? Uh, how Wes Craven was considered a master of horror. Uh, John Carpenter in film and cinema definitely is considered a master of horror. And it's something that he, you know, he, I, I think out of all the masters of horror, he, um, split off more into making films in other genres, mm -hmm. you know, in the sci-fi genre, action films, um, but I think he does horror best. Um, have you guys seen many other John Carpenter films? Not that I know of. Honestly, I'm not sure I've seen any other ones. Think, Unless you tell I, me a list and I mm -hmm. can tell you. But Well, I'm looking up right now. It says that um, he was... <sighs> he filmed The Fog. Yeah. And I actually have seen a little bit of that. The original Fog, uh, I think that was starring Jamie Lee Curtis, wasn't it? Maybe. It was a really long time ago. <laughs> And I don't think I remember the whole film. I just have snippets. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, Fog 1980. Okay. It was either Adrian Barbeau or Jamie Lee Curtis who was in that. Adrian Barbeau later became John Carpenter's wife. All these directors usually marry, you know, one of their starlets. <laughs> it was both of them. Okay, oh. yeah, so they're, they're both in the movie. So Jamie Lee Curtis, who stars in the Halloween franchise, she was in The Fog. Ryan, you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, Adrian Barbeau, John Carpenter later married her, but they got divorced. Um, but yeah, so like many uh, filmmakers in the genre and many filmmakers in general, he studied at USC mm -hmm. and 
he made one of his first films called Dark Star on a really shoestring budget. It was only, uh, he was only given $60,000 to shoot this film. And even though it was a major release, it was basically a student film. Um, but the, the cool thing about Dark Star, if you guys haven't seen this, right? No. Katie, have you seen it? No. Okay. So Dark Star is the sci-fi film and he co-wrote it with this guy named Dan O'Bannon, right? Mm -hmm. Dan O'Bannon went on to write Alien. Ooh. And for his screenplay for Alien, he basically borrowed a bunch of ideas for the Alien franchise from Dark Star. Okay. Yeah. Are, so in Dark Star, are there any like aliens breaking out of the chests of human beings? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, okay. it's, it's a little it's more not that kind of a movie no it, it, there's not a lot of dread <laughs> in the movie it's it's more silly than anything it's more of a comedy sci-fi thing kind of um okay yeah it's just really silly but o'bannon himself acted in the movie and he did the special effects for dark star which george lucas when he saw dark star said i need that guy to do special effects for my movie and he hired them to, him to do special okay. effects for Star Wars. Well, that's awesome. I, that's a really cool connection that I had no idea existed. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and we were talking about how um, uh, the director, John Carpenter, likes to do a lot of his own, you know, composing and, and, and mm -hmm. his own stuff for his own films. Um, I mentioned that he works with his son, Cody, now. They actually tour, uh, they do musical tours and play electronic music. Okay, well, they, that's cool. Yeah, so, I mean, he doesn't do a lot of directing anymore, but he's more focused on, on doing music with his son. Nice. Hey, you know what? If you can keep it in the family, that's cool. Yep, yeah. family business. Very nice. Yeah, so, basically, uh, like I was saying, I, I just want to open it up and, and kind of break format here and, and just kind of, whatever comes to your mind about the movies, we can kind of go all over the place and... What, what, what do you guys think of the franchise? Let's start with the original film. Well, hell yeah, it was awesome. Did you guys think it I was feel, awesome? I feel like it was a great story for a scary movie. I feel like, um, especially, not a lot of people get scared anymore with um, some supernatural thing, but the way that they meet uh, some type of mystery with... Um, a serial killer. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think they killed it. How tense were you watching? Very tense because that's um that's the one of the only things that scare me on scary movies is serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> when it, when it's when it could be reality, right? When it's yeah, a serial because, killer that's because based to in me, reality. To me, that's the only thing. Well, that's one of the only things that scare me is when I think that something can really happen happen to me. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think. This I think what's the scariest element is I think the scariest element is that he doesn't look like a human because of his mask. Yeah. So even though you know he's quote unquote like human and he's just like some crazy guy who escaped from a mental hospital, he doesn't have a face. So it kind of takes away that human part of him. And I think that is what scares you the most because mm -hmm. you you're looking at a face that is a blank slate. Like there is nothing, there's nothing to like connect with. I think on a personal level, and I think that's like terrifying as hell. Mm -hmm. Except for his dark black evil eyes. Yeah. I know, but you really don't like when you're focusing. I think in general at somebody's face, mm -hmm. like even though you look at their eyes, if it was just a mask, you I don't know expression. Right. Yeah, I I don't think I would be really like focusing like oh what color eyes does Michael no. Myers have? Like <laughs> I think it's just terrifying. I, yes, it is. I, I think it's a little 
even more disconcerting looking at that mask because the face is so familiar. Are you guys familiar with the mask? Yeah, well, I like we did watch we watched the show. So they went to some costume, you know, horror shop, and he was looking for some sort of a blank-ish face, and he kind of picked out two. He picked out an evil clown face, and then he picked up a William Shatner mask. So somehow the producer or the director or somebody picked up uh, a mask, a death mask of me. It had been made on Star Trek where they would use the mask for appliances. So instead of using my face, they used the mask to make sure everything fit. So they used my mask on the movie Halloween to terrify everybody. I heard about it. And the next Halloween with my grandkids, they went out trick-or-treating. I went with them. I was wearing the mask. And they would go and say, trick-or-treat, and they'd usually get candy. One time, the guy said, get out of here. I went up to the front door and knocked on the door. The guy answered, he said, I'm sorry. And I, I leered at him with the mask, and then I yanked it off. And I stared at him. He screamed, shut the door. So he tried both of them. They tried both of them a little bit. They put on the, the, the clown mask, and they were like, oh, this is creepy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and then took it off, and then they, they had the William Shatner mask, which he had painted white right and then they were like oh yeah we're onto something with and, this. and i think they added hair to it right they add, and he said he yeah, cut they, they i don't know hair. if you said this already because i was also reading oh they cut a few of the things they cut the eye holes yeah. like slightly bigger, bigger so yeah. it lost like the actual human eye shape right which also probably makes it like so much more terrifying right so I'm, I'm showing you guys a picture of William Shatner as Captain Kirk right now. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the dude's got beautiful eyes. <laughs> why, why have we never had a William Shatner, like, cameo in any of these Halloween movies? Or a, a Mike Myers cameo. Or a Mike, yes, an Mike. actual Mike Myers cameo. <laughs> yeah, baby. But, you know. Yeah, the eyebrows are painted on that. white, too. They, they took away the eyebrows. Oh, yeah, they, they plugged the eyebrows See? off. Like, yeah. the eyebrows are gone, and they made the hair darker, and they cut the eye holes bigger. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, real-life William Shatner is I pretty freaky, too, so um, it just makes sense. Isn't he the one who just went to space in, like, the, <laughs> the wiener spaceship? Yes, mm -hmm. he did go to space <laughs> in the wiener. <laughs> and he cried afterwards. It was so magical. Mm. I um, actually watched it. Colonel, you better take a look at this radar. What is it, son? I don't know, sir, but it looks like a giant dick. Yeah. Take a look out of starboard. Oh my god, it looks like a huge... Pecker! Oh, where? Wait, that's not a woodpecker, it looks like someone's... Private! <laughs> so, so there's actually a connection to Austin Powers that we're not mentioning. Oh, let's hear it. So Donald Pleasance, who plays Dr. Loomis, oh, who was in does. the original um, playing Dr. Loomis, and he's up in the new one in kind of... I mean, the... the, the the actor's dead. The dude's dead. But mm -hmm. I guess they did some sort of impression or digital impression. Who knows? We're assuming something digital. Although it was really convincing if it was digital. Right. So Loomis appears in the brand new one. But Josh, I'm going to ask you because of your okay. film knowledge. Do you know who Donald Pleasance played in the Bond universe? Uh, does he play Dr. Evil? No, he plays Blofeld. And, okay. And, but that's who Dr. Evil in the Austin Powers franchise was based right. on. The, yeah, I knew. Yes. Okay. <laughs> But so I knew Donald Pleasance from one of my favorite all-time movies, The Great Escape. 
Oh, he's the blind right. guy in that's Great Escape. Right. So that's where I knew him from because I absolutely love that movie. It's a good movie. It is one of the all-time greatest movies, in my opinion. It's a yeah. classic. And they're going back to the Mike Myers joke. That there's mm -hmm. actually a joke in the movie Baby Driver where they're doing a heist. And the guys are like, you need to get some uh, Michael Myers masks. And what they get is Austin Powers masks instead. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, can I, let me just, yeah. I, I just want to say what I enjoyed about the movie. Because I do think it was a pretty kick-ass movie. I love a lot about it. But what I really enjoy about it is that it's, it's scary and it has thrills. But it's not like an over-the-top slasher film. Which is kind of what it has come to as we talk about the, mm -hmm. the newest installment of the franchise. But what I enjoy about the movie is that it has you on the edge of your seat, but without like all the gore and the chopping stuff off. And it, it, it's, right. it has the, that real thriller element to the movie to keep you engaged as, as a viewer. True. Like a lot of the violence in the original was implied. Right. Exactly. And, it, and nothing can touch what you're going to put, fill in the blanks in your head. Mm. You know what, you know what I mean? That's yeah. more terrifying when you're creating that imagery in your own mind, but it's not actually on the screen. Whereas compared with the new one, I mean, how bloody was this film, guys? <laughs> I mean, it was nonstop blood was, and gore the entire yeah, movie. I actually will agree or argue that it was more scary leaving the acts of violence in the first one up to imagination versus like I think the like all the bloody gore actually kind of like kind of turns me off a little bit yeah I'm like oh another person's getting their throat slit or exactly you know like I, I actually think it detracts from the terror I think the first one was more of like a classic thriller horror movie and the fact that it really leaves your mind up to do the damage and I think that's way more terrifying yep right that's it's executed I, I, with a lot more finesse what are you guys doing out here it's Halloween we've been trick-or-treating we got a whole bag you guys should not be out here right now okay it's not safe you're gonna kill me <laughs> Satan not today Oh, I'm so scared. Are you guys alone? Where are your parents? No. No, we're waiting for our friend. And like, there's a creepy man in a white mask, and he keeps like trying to play hide and seek with us, and he's taking the <laughs> Where did you see him? He's just hiding behind trees. And he pops out like peekaboo. I mean, we're not three years old. Come on, man. Oh, look, there he is. Oh, hello. I like it, the diversity in the movie and the and the way that they make it that. Uh, almost each character you like you will recognize in your community and not just that that you will identify some factors about these people they're um just amazing the humor in the movie even when it was a scary movie at some point you can see you can see people in the community doing and saying those things that um the craziness around the town you know like everybody got crazy for like that can evil happen. must die <laughs> evil yeah. must die that can happen and yeah, yeah the, it the was collective. mob mentality yeah the mob mentality sure. they collect the craziness and it, it was all on point yeah this new movie was a lot more diverse you're right um, yeah and it kind of represented a more authentic town of Haddonfield mm -hmm. if you go to a town in, in Illinois it's not going to be, you know, the suburbs aren't all white. Um, so this new film uh, adds a lot of diversity. And the humor you mentioned, Haiti, um, that's possibly because of who's involved in this new film. Um, it's co-written by a famous comedic actor, Danny McBride. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> you may know him from Hot Rod, from Eastbound and Down. From many stupid movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find him funny myself. Oh, but... sorry. 
kind of grumpy today, dude. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Just having those dreams again. Mm. You know how it's just me in a castle. I got to fight like a thousand wizards. The only way to beat them is to punch them as hard as I can in their faces. And then when I'm done, all their little wizard wives came out, wanted me just to have sex with them, which is kind of weird. Uh, I haven't seen any of him, so I really can't <laughs> wait. Is he in. the mullet guy? Yes, he's, okay, the, mullet he's guy. the mullet guy. <laughs> you may have seen me in such movies as Guy with a Mullet. He co-wrote this with his writing partner who, you know, did some of his, of his other comedic movies. So, I mean, that's that may be where the humor comes from with this, uh, this new installment. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the original didn't have much of any humor. Um... But yeah, the, the mob mentality of this film, uh, why don't we go ahead and talk about that? How, I mean, it was, the, the, the town here just went insane. Basically in the new right. film, uh, spoilers ahead. Yeah, uh, if you haven't seen it and you don't want to hear, turn it off now. I mean, let's be real. You're not really going to be missing much if you hear a spoiler. But <laughs> it's pretty much the same as every other, like, you know, slasher horror movie. So, so we see these townspeople kind of band together and form a mob, um, including, you know, survivors, uh, previous survivors and descendants of survivors, I guess. And they form a mob to hunt Michael Myers down. The beast will make off with your children. He'll come after them in the night. We're not safe till his head is mounted on my wall. I say we kill the beast. Happens toward I don't know the midpoint of the film where mob mentality loses control and they end up becoming the monsters themselves. I mean, which imagine, is what I mean. Imagine you're in a small town and there's crazy guy in the loose. A lot of people having uh, their drugs like in the street and then kids. It's Halloween, so the kids obviously they are like all shaky or already on yeah. the mindset, and then this crazy guy comes in like we need to kill him. <laughs> we need to do it all together. So, but, yeah. but, but they do need to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm torn but because... How else are they going to kill Michael Myers, you guys? Well, obviously, like, obviously, the police yeah. in the movie are, like... Let's, let's talk about Ridiculous. killing Michael Myers, right? Because... <laughs> so Michael Myers can't die. Right. I'm sorry. It's bullshit yeah. that to, he's, like, quote-unquote human. Well, I'm here, using my air quotes. To quote the original movie, evil cannot die, right? Do they not say that in the original? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm quite sure they Dr. do. Dr. Loomis says that. I Dr. Think. Loomis. So, I mean, it is pretty silly to think it's that they can kill fault. him in the first place. After how many movies? Uh, quite a bit. But yeah. <laughs> you know. we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. But <laughs> So, the first one for you guys, it was, for me at least, it was more based in reality. Is, is that true for you guys too? It was more yeah. based in reality. This guy is mortal, although he does survive although being he's stabbed creepy and AF. shot. But he's still mortal. But the thing about, the, that's the thing about the first movie. Yeah. Is that you don't you don't know that there's going to be twenty other movies that he survives all of the and John Carpenter didn't know either. I'm sure. I'm sure. That, I mean, they probably didn't think anyone was even going to go see this movie. But you you do you get the impression in the first movie that maybe he is killable and just a person. And but you he's also, not like a zombie. But you also get the feeling though that he's like super cunning and he kind of has the ability to like disappear like. The iconic yeah. scene where he's standing, peeking out from behind the hedge. Right. And then... <laughs> the laundry? <laughs> no, no, no. Not, well, or, and the laundry, but like the hedge one especially, because you can kind of see through the hedge, and yeah. he steps over, and the girl's like, oh my gosh, that guy's up there. And she runs up, and he's like completely gone. And there's really not very many places that he could hide. Like, he can't yeah. fit in the hedge. Right. He's shifty as hell. He's he like a seven-foot... <laughs> creature and he's thin like he's thin and super effing tall right and he doesn't take his mask off so i mean he doesn't like blend in um i don't know if you guys know but another name for michael myers what they refer to him the in shape. the credits is the shape 
That's right. Uh, so that kind of goes with what you're saying, Marissa. He's just, he can kind of, just kind of blend into the background, I guess. I don't know. Mm. But have you guys ever seen Michael Myers run? I've never seen him run, right? He no. just walks, but he's always able to catch up with his victims. It's <laughs> creepy as hell when people, mm-hmm. like, when they, when they're like, I'm going to get you it's, anyway. I don't have to run. I'm just going to walk. So he teleports somehow, it, right? No, so. it's like it's like red light, green light. Have you never played red light, green light? Uh, have you guys seen Squid Game yet? <laughs> but somehow the people that he's chasing always no, effing stop running and they turn around to like, oh my God, I wanna, is he still running? No, or is he still I want the film footage me? of in between when they're looking and not looking to see how fast that dude's booking it to get mm-hmm. right up behind that person. Mm-hmm. All right? I want the extended Snyder cut for this. I, I mean, no, because I think you see him like walk around the edge, <laughs> and he's just still like freaking cool as an evil effing cucumber. Because he knows he can rip you, you apart, man. Yeah. I mean, if they're gonna add supernatural elements to this, like it seems like they're doing with the new installments, why not just say, "Oh, and he can teleport"? <laughs> I don't. Think <laughs> just you add in teleportation. The whole damn thing. Well, but I will say though, like we watched I, only because we've done Nightmare on Elm Street. I think he's scarier because he's like Freddy? real. No, no, no. no. I oh, think my, my. I think Mike Myers is actually because Freddie, you he's know, more real. You know, like I don't know. He that's can what, only get what, you in your dreams, whereas Michael that, that's, Myers. That's what I was saying at the beginning that they have a good mix of uh, reality with um, the supernatural mm-hmm. because you can interpret like both ways, mm-hmm. literally. Like, okay, can I just say, like, my favorite scene in the original is when he's. Like in the shadow, and then like slowly, you see just the white mask like appear. Yeah, I thought that was brilliant. There you are know? some great shots in the. But original. how many of that? How much of that do you see in the new installment in the new movie? Like not a lot. Not in a my lot. opinion, he not a lot. He just kind of like jumps out. Like all of a sudden, he's like, "I'm flying out of a doorway." Jump scares with a knife. And then, and then I, when he appears on the mirror. You know. Yeah, I, I like the the film. The, I'm sorry, I like the scenes that were supposed that were set in the 70s. In this yeah, new those film. are cool. The uh, little just the way they were shot, the way that Michael Myers moved in those, uh, I thought it was really cool. Um, but this new installment really um, kind of doesn't do the same tropes that we see in other slasher films, mm-hmm. right? So one of the things that John Carpenter unintentionally um, set up with the Halloween franchise is that sex and debauchery will get you killed. That's right. There is no there Jamie no Lee sex. Curtis is not getting it on. There's no sex movie. at all. Well, not well, even she, the she has someone by her bedside in this new but film, no, but no, no shenanigans as he, far as we he know. He comments that he wishes he got some yeah. in the past, but there is no, there's no sex. No, nope. and there's there's no nudity. Is no. There? Not even the gay guys. I mean, hell. Yeah. I was really, really sad about them, you guys. Sorry. You know, they yeah. were Big John and Little John. Big John and Little yeah. John. Big John has the little knife, and Little John has the big knife. And Little John being played by Stuart. And then at the end when he killed them, he turned their... their, their yeah. Mm-hmm. He he's poses them. The, it the pans over yeah, the their photo. Like, their cute little, like, photo so together with Maybe Michael John. Myers really does have a heart, you guys. No, so... <laughs> no, he is messed up he as He's a fucking psycho. The, yes. This was kind of um, initiated in the first film where he does pose his victim. Right. If you guys remember, 
he he basically hung up a body mm-hmm. on a hook or something and then just kind of tilted his head and looked at him like, like oh, it was yeah, his masterpiece. Movie. I just but a nice he job. did it in this movie. When but then he, he did the head tilt. Yeah, and, yeah, and he the does people that. And the, in the, um, the old couple. Yeah. So on that note, do we want to talk about some of the little callbacks, like Easter eggs from it. the new movie to the old Ooh, film? Ooh, the teenager? We were discussing some of that. Well, I turned to him in the middle when the girl falls down the stairs and I was like, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a callback to the first movie. And he right. Right. Like, so, oh yeah, it like, is. Like grandmother, like a granddaughter, right? So right. her granddaughter breaks her leg going down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I I, I kind of wish. More. Were there more? Mm-hmm. There was one more. What was the other one? The car, <coughs> the car window. The oh, car window. When yeah. he climbs up on top of the car with the yeah, lady who was from the first the same the same as from the first movie. Car hand to the, the car window. She breaks it, yeah. breaks it, and tries except to pull her out the window. Except this time, he she succeeds. She, this she time. doesn't make it. Yeah. But I mean, everyone in this movie dies except for Jamie Lee Curtis. She's the final and, girl, and the granddaughter. Right. Granddaughter doesn't. But her die. daughter dies because her daughter's an idiot. Well, her name's Karen. She. I mean, there's it. a lot of idiots in this movie. Yes. I think. That's... Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, rant. Here we go. Karen, Judy Greer. The new movie. What is with that ugly Christmas sweater? She gets stabbed in the that end, and costume. that sweater, no, that sweater deserved to die. <laughs> Stab over and oh, it just is unfortunate that her body was underneath the sweater. But, but that sweater, sweater Halloween and just start celebrating Christmas in October. What the fuck is that? I'm sorry, Judy come Greer. on, Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> I applaud you, Mike. The F word's coming out. He's drinking bourbon. Please. <laughs> Uh, listeners, please count how many F-bombs Josh drops. I've only dropped one so far. Okay, I'm sorry. Did you not listen to the last to episode, Ryan? I'm purposely trying to filter <laughs> myself because... Oh, yes. There because, are children in their home. That's okay. Oh, no, no, no. Not about that. They're no, upstairs nothing, and they no, can't hear us. You don't care us. about our kids. Okay, cool. Go, go no, that is not what I'm saying. I do <laughs> not say the F-word in front of my children. <laughs> but they're not here. But last time I was on for Nightmare on Elm Street... On Elm Street, I uh, I did drop quite a few f bombs, so I'm trying to rein it back just a little bit. Well, you can try to keep me in check, but it won't work. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, any other thoughts about the two films? So we were we've talked a couple of times. We've referenced the Netflix series, uh, the movies that made us, and that we had watched the episode about Halloween. Yeah, they, wait, wait, they kind of talk about the really production quick? of the... Exactly. I have a really, really quick insert. Go ahead. I thought it was really... A quick insert. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Hush, never mind. Sorry, go ahead. No, really quick, I was going to say, I thought it was hilarious since, you know, this podcast kind of revolves around how we're watching movies. It revolves we around me, before. right? Yeah. You are not the me. only person who has left religion here. Okay, go ahead. Um... <laughs> We had watched this series before, but we had skipped over the episodes oh, of these movies the because movies? we had never seen them. We were like, oh, right. well, like, we don't really care about those. Did they make us? They didn't make us. <laughs> no, yeah. So it was funny because I was like, oh, my gosh, honey, look at all these movies. Because they had, like, RoboCop, yep. what you guys have done, <laughs> yeah. and Nightmare on Elm Street. Wow. And then, there was, mm-hmm. and then there was Halloween. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they must have a new season. And then I realized that we'd only watched, like, the Elf and the Nightmare Before Christmas episode. <laughs> That's so true, but... Sorry, that was my funny insert because I thought it was I mean, funny. we have yet to go on a religious rant. Maybe we can save that for a minute. I, I did want to mention one thing, though. They interviewed the executive producer 
okay. from the film a lot. And he mentions the fact, uh, we referenced this earlier, the lack of gore from the original film. Yeah. Um, and he mentions that the, the, the frightening and scares in the original movie take place in the theater of the mind, like we mentioned, about mm. how we're filling in the gaps in the yeah. brain is a, an amazing thing, and it will fill in all the gaps. Mm-hmm. I went back thinking about the movie thinking there had to have been a bunch of gore in it, but there wasn't. No. My mind filled it in. But then he also mentioned the fact that when they made the film, the intent was for the audience to be frightened and not repulsed. Right. It wasn't exploitive. Exactly. And so I think that's where um, where the original film uh, strikes me more in that sense. Yes. Keep coaching me through this, Ryan. (laughs) Well, I guess what I mean is... That apply, that appeals to me as a moviegoer to me be too. frightened, but not necessarily repulsed. That I don't find a lot of, a ton of value in that. I know it's part of the genre. I, I honestly think most people are that way when it comes to scares. When you go to a haunted house, you go there for the atmosphere. You don't go there for all the jumps. I, I don't think. Like, do you any of you go there for the jumps, or do you want I atmosphere? I, I mean, we houses. might need to go to a haunted house together. Can we all please go? Because I, I, totally I can should. tell you in exactly my former, what will happen. In my former religious life, that was not a part of anything that I would want or we to do. We could do a panic room. I I laughed hysterically <laughs> the entire time. Not panic room. And favorite. Josh oh, like right. huddled behind me and tried to hit his face and his little like mini screams. It was the funniest experience <laughs> I have ever had. I just laughed. Like there was a couple like where they jump out and it like kind of takes you off guard. Mm-hmm. But I would laugh and Josh would be like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on? It's fast." <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm like casually jogging through the haunted house. <laughs> He's never gonna let me come back on because I just embarrass him all the time. I mean, it's Halloween season. We recently went to uh, Lagoon, the local amusement park here in Utah, and we went to a haunted house. What would you think of that one, Haiti? Uh, I did like it a lot, um, but I actually like uh, the one that we went a couple years back. It was a clown one, and oh, for yeah. some reason, for some reason, even when I'm not scared of clowns, that one did scare me. <laughs> it was really well made. It was very creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. So. Uh, Carpenter, John Carpenter actually had originally wanted to do a haunted house film. He didn't want to do a slasher film. Mm -hmm. He wanted an atmospheric haunted house film, but then one of his producers went to him and said, John, nobody wants to see haunted house films anymore. Why don't you just do, (laughs) you know, I I, I heard this uh, story about this uh, guy that's stalking babysitters. Why don't we do that, but set during Halloween? They were going to call the film The Babysitter Murders, right? Babysitter Murders. Which is so dumb. (laughs) I mean, imagine the babysitter murders 20. Scariest movie of the year. But in some ways, kind of true that that at that time, people were tired of approach of haunted houses and things like that. Because for me, um, I don't like those movies that much. But um, there's a movie that I watched a couple years back, Hush, that I think that movie is amazing. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I, I, I enjoy it. Hush has, I love Hush. Hush has a tie to one of our previous episodes, it Dr. Does. Sleep. Yes. Uh, the same director as Dr. Sleep. That is an amazing And uh, starring, starring the director's wife. Oh. <laughs> yep. Very nice. Um, There's something said about people's wives and how freaking amazing they are. I know, right? <laughs> um, I had just a little other tidbit that's kind of uh, interesting about the production of this film. So when John Carpenter was getting these ideas, you know, the ideas from his producer, 
he went to um, Bob Clark, who did what some would consider the first slasher film, Black Christmas, in 1974. Okay. Josh, are you familiar with Bob Clark? Are any of you familiar Not with Bob Clark? Not that I know of. Mm-hmm. So Bob Clark was the director of A Christmas Story. Are you serious? A Christmas classic, right? Right. But he also directed what many would consider the first slasher film, if you don't count Psycho, which... Which is a classic. debatable, right? You could consider I that a slasher film. I would say Psycho's a classic. Yeah. Not, that, maybe not necessarily. We a actually slasher. we did watch that one. Yeah, and you know there are there are also some some uh, connections to Psycho. We know, of course, JLC is Jamie the Lee daughter Curtis. of the original. Did you see uh, when she victim. went to the premiere of this new film? She dressed up as her mother. <gasps> did she really? How Jamie awesome Lee? is that? No. Yeah, that's kick ass. You know what? But that but I really think the original Halloween film channels some of that Hitchcockian energy. It does. And I love Hitchcock. And so I think that's another way that I identified with the movie. Right. And so, so back to uh, the, the Bob Clark connection. Um, so John Carpenter went to Bob Clark and said, well, if you were to do a, a sequel to Black Christmas, what would you do? And Bob Clark was like, well, I, I don't really want to do a sequel. But if I had to, I would, you know, make it about uh, set it during Halloween and make it about a serial killer. You know, makes sense. And I mean... If you guys want to go into a little bit of the sequels, I can. I'll try to make it as brief as possible, but it gets batshit crazy. Can you I give mean, us like <laughs> like a 10 second overview? 30 seconds. Film? 30 second Reader's Digest version ready, set, go. Okay. So you guys saw Halloween. That was yes. released in 1978. Three years later, Halloween 2 was released with the same actors, same story, the same uh, following the sequences of Halloween uh, taking place the same night. Okay, so Laurie Strode is in the hospital. Michael Myers returns to kill her. And it's revealed in that movie that Laurie and Michael are siblings. Dun, dun, dun. Whoa, 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 whoa. Laurie, like... I thought you were like, going to say Jamie lovers. Lee Curtis? But that doesn't make sense. J- Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis... And Michael Myers are siblings in Halloween 2. But the new films don't follow that storyline. They just ignore that. The new films take place. But it kind of makes sense, though, how in the very last movie. This is not the Michael Myers you're looking for. How she's like, he's going to come for me. Because that's what she expected. So yeah. even if they're not saying that they're siblings, that kind of makes sense but why she... I thought Michael... Absolutely not. In these new not. films, they're not siblings. He's just a psycho killer mm. who, you it's know, okay. she was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and he likes to kill people okay. in Haddonfield. Um, Halloween 3 is, you can, I, I have the this season of the witch, right? I have this infographic here. We should post this on the group on Facebook. Uh, you can find cool, this man. in the notes, um, also the podcast notes. So Halloween 3 is kind of its own thing where, so John Carpenter he wanted to uh, basically do a new Halloween installment each year with a, a different story. So he wanted to make it yeah, an anthology sense. series, right? Mm-hmm. So Season of, of the Witch has nothing to do with Michael Myers. It's about uh, these masks that are evil. and <gasps> Do they blow up on people's faces? I, I, I don't know. Oh, remember. I think I heard about that one where the masks <laughs> blow up people's faces. But I'm we don't actually know one. for sure. <laughs> Isn't that a goosebumps story? You never know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. Or you could eat a razor blade. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry. Uh, continue. There's so, a little bit of that in the last movie. Continue. The razor blades in the candy, you guys know that's bullshit, right? Uh, yes, I know. It's That is all stuff that Mormon parents made up to scare their children into Mormons not going trick-or-treating on Sunday. <laughs> 
So I we don't have a Sunday <laughs> Halloween trick or treat this year. I, yeah. I'm going off on a week. Nobody, nobody's going to be trick or treating on Sunday in Utah. We're finally linking the movies to <laughs> religion. <laughs> there you go. Which is kind of the point of this podcast. Oh, uh, we totally interrupted your 30 second Reader's Digest version of all That's of okay. the Halloween sequels. I think right now we should talk about this bullshit. So I think this is a tangent worth taking because in this podcast we kind of like to make links about the Utah culture, about our religious, former religious culture, and the movies that we're watching, correct? Yes, abs- I mean, yeah, that's basically the premise of our podcast, is it not? Right, and so Utah has this silly thing where Mormons, if uh, a holiday falls, well, I guess it's just Halloween, right? If Halloween falls on a Sunday. Or basically any holiday, well, July 4th, July 4th, Independence Day was on a Sunday it, it, it this year. It involves doing, you know, activities outside mm-hmm. and it's non-religious, I guess, then yes. Anything it, secular, I guess. Like, right. Does that make sense? If but fall- if Pioneer Day falls on a Sunday, you know that they'd be getting together <laughs> to on have Saturday. a potluck. On Saturday. I doubt it. You think so? Anyway. It, but when Christmas, Christmas is landed on a Sunday and they'll still go have sacrament. I you remember having church. Christmas. Yeah. You'll have a one hour church meeting on, a, on the Sunday if it happens to be Christmas. I hated that. My parents used to tell us that we couldn't open our Christmas presents until after sacrament meeting. Oh, well, you got to please Jesus. Jesus cares when birthday. you open your presents. Jesus definitely cares. My gift comes first. It's Go to birthday. sacrament. He gets the first thing present. is, that he, Jesus. That he got his presents when he was such a baby. He didn't get to open them. That's true. Jesus definitely cares when we celebrate Halloween, right? He, does. he definitely cares. He doesn't care. And he doesn't care what we dress up as either. Maybe I'm going to dress up as Jesus this year, then. You should. You know what? That would How be about great. zombie Jesus? A I can zombie. make you a cross. Really with, <laughs> with holes in my hands and my feet? They will kick us out of the neighborhood. Go, Please don't. Go I can't. They'll do mob rule. I, I, I can't dress up as zombie Jesus to sixth grade this year. You guys, you're killing my I, I had a really distasteful... You can go get your nails long. I, I, I had a really distasteful <laughs> costume a few years ago. Right after Steve Jobs died, I was zombie Steve Jobs. Oh. Very distasteful. Well, that's hilarious. I regret that. Way to go, Ryan. <laughs> Terrible person. <laughs> so, yeah, back to the movies. I, I was doing my 30-second, um, or was supposed it was supposed to be 10-second. That's okay. Reviews of these movies. You got this. Or not reviews, but... So, following Halloween 2 and Halloween 3, which had nothing to do with Michael Myers, uh, we go to Halloween 4, 5, and 6. Um, the 6th one came out in the 90s and starred Paul Rudd. Oh, nice! No. And himself. And the curse of Mike Myers, they introduce these like cult elements. Like there's a cult in the movie that follows Mike Michael Myers. I don't oh, know. It's I really love weird. cults. They're my favorite. I used to be one. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. We just went there, people. But but for a movie like that, it makes sense that they will take that direction one of the movies because there are crazy people like that. Yeah, there really are crazy true. people who yeah. follow anything. Yeah. I mean, the mob in this latest installment was kind of a cult. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what cults are. People that... They kept chanting, evil must die. Or right. evil will die tonight, or whatever they said. Yep. Evil dies tonight! Are we still talking about cults? We're still going. Oh, gosh. Hey! Josh, what are your feelings on cults? To all of my... Cult followers? 
No, do you not have my a cult? Per- I, you know what? That'd be a great, that'd be a kick-ass cult. No, no. I don't want to be part of any cult. <clears throat> Guys, Josh is starting to all to all of my um, Mormon friends, my my friends who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, who are not listening to this podcast, go Google. Am I in a cult? And take a quiz and see what it comes up with. Or you can just look up the bite model. But of course, Google is not your friend. So it's not. It's not approved. No, I'm sorry. Not I'm gonna get source. off of the cult thing. But I was just kind of making fun because, based on metrics and other things, like you know, you could consider Mormonism a cult or a light cult or a just super fundamentalist, high demand religion. But or what's just the a difference? Straight up cult. I don't it's know. Don't need to get into all of it, but we were talking about Halloween. Th- which one? Six. That With was Halloween cult? six, where they introduced a cult. Do they worship Michael Myers? I don't remember. It, it was. It's been such a long time since I've seen it. But yeah, I, I believe he's. You know, their their god figure. I mean, he can't die. Right. Apparently, so, I mean, he got shot how many times in the first one? And so that's the end of that timeline. Um, after Halloween two, there's a new timeline where. Jamie Lee Curtis comes back to make two more movies in 1998 and 2002 mm-hmm. for Halloween H2O. Great, great title, right? <laughs> is it underwater? <laughs> Does it take it's place actually, underwater? Is it raining the whole time? It's called H2O because Halloween 20 years later. Oh, Halloween 2-0. I, I think the Fast and Furious franchise just kind of... Stole their name ideas from this. Is there a Fast and Furious 2 0? No, there's a Too Fast, Too Furious. There will be. There will be a a Fast and Furious 2 0 in like five years. Yeah, five years. For for the 10th one, uh, I forget where I heard this, but a comedian said they should call it Fast 10 Your Seatbelts. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Or. Okay, never mind. I can't say that. It's too insensitive. So in in the 2002 one, uh, Busta Rhymes, the rapper Busta Rhymes, drop kicks Michael Myers in the face. That was kind of cool. That sounds pretty <laughs> awesome, man. Hell yeah. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Uh, the ones after that, 2007, 2009, uh, were remakes. Halloween and Halloween 2 were remakes done by the musician Rob Zombie. Remakes? And they got... Uh, All right, everyone pause. Stop. Let, let's rehash how Josh feels about remakes, people. Leave the classics alone, people. Unless Leave they're better remade. Alone. No, it is impossible. <laughs> of course, we get to this newest timeline, which uh, takes place... So the Halloween that came out in 2018, that takes place um, after the first Halloween movie. So they are not siblings. Jamie Lee Curtis. They're not anymore? And Michael Myers. In the new series, they're, in the new installments, they are not siblings. So the Halloween franchise is kind of like superhero movies. How so? Where nothing matters and you can change anything if you want. <laughs> yes, that makes sense to me, actually. And nothing else matters. Survive a bunch of things in the last movie. I mean, well, superhero movies, technically all those people should die and they just keep getting back up too. Yeah, so it makes sense with Michael Myers. Yep. He's mm-hmm. actually a really evil super villain. So I know I keep bringing this up, but uh, back to the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Would you yeah. guys consider those superhero movies because people come back and they retcon a bunch of shit? No, because of that. I've only seen like the first one and oh. like the eighth one. So. I, don't, I don't think I've seen any of them actually. I think... Oops. I didn't even see the one with The Rock in it. Wait. I would watch that one, though. No, I saw the very first one with The Rock in it. 
But The Rock came back <laughs> recently, like what? I'm last sorry. Year? I know you probably he, really like. He, like he went off into his own movie, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, with uh-huh. Jason Statham. Okay, I would watch that because both The Rock and Jason Statham are like. You don't. Ah, you don't like Vin Diesel. Hey, hey, You don't like Vin Diesel. Two ball pieces of meat that you guys would love to tenderize. (laughs) Rub some mustard on. Is that? Okay. I wasn't really thinking about mustard. I was thinking about something else. Sauerkraut? (laughs) That got really kinky really fast. (laughs) What could you do with those polished bald heads? Oh my god. A lot. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. What if my father muzzles into this? (laughs) Halloween, Ryan. Halloween. Let's talk about Halloween. Um, do we have anything else to say about the film franchise, about uh, what you guys have seen anyways? Just, about... okay, I mean, we need to give golden idols. Yeah, let's, let's right? Wait, film. can I just make one overall generalization? Sure. I think the most frustrating part, so obviously in the last two weeks, we've seen some of like the classics, like Nightmare on Elm Street, and the original Halloween, and then we watched... Um, um, uh, Jason. What was the Jason one? Friday the 13th. We watched Friday the 13th. Sorry. These are very new and they're kind of confusing. So we watched all three all together. And I think the most frustrating part is that the people in these movies are idiots. (laughs) Like they seem to like, what would make it more enticing to me and entertaining is if you had like smart ass people. Yeah. But, who, like, could still die because there's, like, a bad guy, but, like, yeah. they're actually making sense with, like, how their brain is, like, oh, I probably shouldn't hear a scary noise knowing that there's been 15 people murdered on the news tonight, and I'm going to go investigate it. Like, I, Ryan, can you think of any I horror think, movies with smart I people? I think that that struck me the most was the black lady because uh, of all of it, you can understand why she's because she was frozen in fear mm-hmm. but mm. actually she was one of the only smart people because she one before she froze she was trying to call the police she got a weapon and she was trying to get to the to the other yeah. door before he got to and she sent, he she sent her husband her in there husband. first that's while, smart while just let him kill your survivor. husband <laughs> yeah so survivor yeah, yeah. And she still gets, you know, a fluorescent light bulb to the throat. So Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, that was kill. gross. That and her was... scream like died out. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, that was the that was the most yeah, that was the most um terrifying death that I saw brutal. in the movie. Um, well, Josh, what was the question you were asking? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it was um Do I know of any Oh yeah. Horror so films? do you know of any horror films where the people are actually smart? Okay. Is there is there one is there a horror film that kind of breaks that yes, I have a mold Dr. of it? Doctor Sleep. Yeah, but that's more of like a we, we, psychological we thriller. It but like it's a, a scary movie. A supernatural it's a scary, thriller. A supernatural scary movie. Yeah, I, I think if we kind but of narrow then, it, even then the little girl is like, okay, I know this is going to be terrifying. I'm going to be put in harm's way, but it's for the better good, and we're going to be fighting against evil, which makes sense versus. But that film is not a slasher film. It's right. true. For, it's the, true. for the sake of the purpose of the question, let's let's narrow it to just slashers. Um, there is this movie called Tucker and Dell vs. Evil. It's a satire on the, the slasher genre. Uh-huh. And it features these two comedic actors who are basically these Appalachian bumpkins. And they're just, you know, hanging out. They're living their life. But um, it's a trope in a lot of these slasher films where these Appalachian types are the killers or Mm -hmm. are menacing, right? Uh And so this group of college students comes into town and to these college students from the city town, Los Angeles, whatever, these Appalachian types are menacing, right? (laughs) Oh, shit. 
Oh, we just lost power, guys. Holy wow. shit! The you better go upstairs and check on the kids. I will check on the children. <laughs> Quiet without waking up the baby. Let's get our flashlights oh, on. Oh, here it goes. Holy shit, you guys. I just thought Michael Myers cut the power to our house. <laughs> and he's like and he's like two glasses of bourbon in, so like I would have to defend off Michael Myers. See, I would I'd be, have to whoop his ass. I would guys. be the stupid person in the film. That's like stumbling away, drunk, away from Michael Myers, and he just totally dismembers all the parts of me. Well, I'm like, even classic Latina and Ronald. Haiti would save us all. Let's be clear about that. Haiti would save us all. No. You would poke those very nicely manicured nails right into his eyeballs. No, you want to know what I would do? I would take a knife, and instead of trying to stab him, to give him the opportunity to stab me back, which is like iconic in these movies, I cut his fucking hands off. Okay, but so hold he can't on. Stab me. But hold on, hold on. What about? Do you think you could just kick him in the balls, or would that not hurt Michael oh, Myers? I don't. I don't. Well, so, 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 so what? Every time that he does stab, he can. He pull, he will I'm sure he has he balls, though. Uh, He's yeah. got to have balls. Kick him in the nose! Kick him in the nose! Kick him in the nose! Do it! Do it! So, so what have they tried? They've tried burning him. They've tried shooting him. They've tried stabbing him. Nobody beheaded him, though. They just need to cut off his fucking head. No, yeah. they need to kick him in the balls. Go to <laughs> his God head damn it. And tie his body somewhere. Tie it. Tie it. They need when, to tie it, it, it too. No, he'll break out of the ropes. No, I think Michael, he doesn't have a head. Michael Myers is, is so psychotic place. that he may have castrated himself. He may not have balls. Bullshit. I call I it right now that he has balls. He doesn't use it. You never know, Marissa. Let's take a vote. <laughs> if you think Michael Myers has balls, let us know. I it's, raise it's my hand Josh right now. Raising his hands. Who, who doesn't think he has balls? Okay. You guys are shit one. crazy. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, I'm. You know what? Before, on, we keep going on these tangents, but. Yeah, I, I, I think before we get into the rating of uh, both of these films that we watched in the Halloween franchise, why don't we, uh, Josh, you mentioned something about, um, I, it was a really cool idea, uh, We so we saw Nightmare on Elm Street, we saw Friday the 13th, not for this podcast, but you guys have seen it, I've seen it, and we've seen now uh, a couple Halloween films, so... What we want to do yes. is rate the the three monsters, right? The three creatures. I'm ready. Um, I w yeah. Well, so we're just gonna rank the villains in this. Yeah, is that, that what we're going for? Do? I'm yeah. cool with that. Gold, silver, bronze. Who takes the gold? First, okay, so third, let's maybe. just go around the table. I'll go ahead and start. That's fine. We'll go around the table and just let's give our ranking. So just the villains in the film, not the movies, the villains. The villains, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, so this kind of turns it up on its head a little bit because I'm thinking, I was just thinking of kind of like what's the best movie, mm. but if I was going to choose like who's going to scare me the most, here's how I would rank. I'm going to go Freddy number one, Michael Myers number two, and Jason number three. I have to go with Freddy number one because the freaking claws, man. Like, there's something about the claws and, like, the screeching and, like, killing you in your dreams. Like, like, like you're scared of cats. That's terrible. Yeah, exactly. I'm terrified. Cats are evil, man. You're scared of cats? <laughs> I'm not scared of them, but they're evil. I knew you were scared of goats. So I, I guess... Cats was goats? on the table. <laughs> <laughs> All the eyes? <laughs> no! There's a story There's a traumatic that. story that I haven't been telling anyone on the podcast Well, this is, a, this is a safe place, Josh. 
So when I was like three years old, we have this video of me at a petting zoo, and I get attacked by a goat. Aww. He like I think you did tell me he this. like barely gets bumped I mean, over, okay. and he loses. I use the word attacked very loosely. <laughs> I get knocked over by a, a baby goat. It was probably a baby. It's but, like you know, it's like probably like smaller than you are. Okay, so I don't <laughs> like goats, but no, I'm gonna go with Freddy as the most <laughs> scary villain to me. Go ahead, Marissa, you can go. Oh, that's hard. Okay, I think Michael Myers is the most yeah. scary to me. And then Freddy, and then Jason, and or lack of Jason in the first film, because that was really disappointing to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it was kind of a good twist to have it, like, be the mom. I mean, he's really ugly and has, like, kelp on his face and stuff. Well, but, but I'm like... In the second one, yeah. I mean, no, maybe... No, we haven't seen the second one, just the first one. Maybe it's, like, a disadvantage to me because I, I was like, oh, this is a Jason movie, and I'm like, where's the hockey mask? And then it never I know, isn't, isn't that weird that... The main villain doesn't appear really until like subsequent his, his films. His most iconic feature is introduced in the third one. Yeah, isn't that It's not weird? even the second one. Right. Yeah. It's and like yeah, the first movie is like an afterthought. It took a while to really get into that. I yeah, mean, I, they were just, just trying to rip off Halloween. I so. was really not into Friday the 13th. I, if I was going to rank those actual movies, Halloween number one with no nothing touching it. Yeah. And then Friday the 13th and then Friday, or I'm sorry, and then Nightmare on Elm Street and then Friday the 13th last. Right. The, the Jason movies are a lot more like exploitation films, I feel. Yeah. Just straight up slasher just killing for fun and... Which this new and I mean, the it really is. Was. Yeah, that's really what the genre has turned into yeah. for the most part. It seems like I, I, I say the same order. She, she said, "Yeah, definitely." Mike Myers, the scariest one of it. And then Haiti between Freddy and um, uh, Jason, who's scarier? Ah, uh, Freddy for me, Freddy. <laughs> I mean, the Freddy like right in the on, bathtub man. when he's like in between her legs. Mm -hmm. That was the scariest <laughs> goddamn moment. Of any movie I've okay, ever we seen. Okay, watched, we watched... Because I was like, he is going to chop up her lady bits. Like, they're going to be gone. <laughs> we watched the Movies That Made Us mm -hmm. episode on Friday the 13th. Mm -hmm. And it's a, literally a guy in an... Uh, so there's like an L-shaped bathtub that goes oh. down. And the and the special effects dude is like in the bathtub and reaching his hand It's like... He's probably like, they're not paying me enough to do this. Or, I mean, or maybe he really enjoyed that it. That poor actress was probably feeling the same way. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure How she was... How horrible position, seriously, I'm sure she was wearing some bottoms Nancy, or something. Poor Nancy. She was probably wearing some granny panties under the water, whatever. Granny panties. Eight, okay. 1980s on Do you want me to cut that out? I don't give a I shit. I don't care. You just keep going. <laughs> oh, rankings. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go uh, Freddy first. I, I don't know why, but the supernatural and, and dreams just uh, scare me more. I, I don't yes. know what it is. Freddy wins. I find Freddy just menacing. Even supernatural. though he's silly. Real. Even though he's silly with his but humor he's and everything. Freaking, his face is like yeah. ugly and it's not covered by a hockey mask or a William Shatner face. Yeah, he, he just but reminds me. He just really reminds me of those like old creature way. features, you know, yeah. the Dracula, the Wolfman. Right on, man. Yeah. Totally uh, so yeah, Freddy, and then I put, I put Michael second, and then Jason last. And, just uh, Michael is so sound, shifty. He can sound jump out anywhere, man. But this is why guys die in the <laughs> 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 Like what? How can you be scared of some dreams? <laughs> Against reality. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the Freddy dreams, like, he kills people in them, yeah, but... Yeah, but it's... I think okay. it's like, just more scary okay. to have it, like... But, a person that don't die easily, but and at, it's there. Yeah. At the end of Friday the 13th, he comes to the real world, though. 
Yeah. Well, and so, yeah, yeah, he does. And he pulls that, like, mom who turns into a blow-up doll through the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, here's the thing about reality versus dreams and, and having one be scarier than the other. For me, dreams are scarier because... You have no control. They can be really in, real. In the movies, at least, because I'm so familiar with all these real-life serial killers, you know, Ted Bundy, Shit, and, uh, yeah. you know, his kind, and they're scarier to me than Mike Myers is. You're more likely That's to true. be mur no, murdered no, by a serial killer than you are by Freddy Krueger in real life. So. Yeah. Sorry, you guys are talking about that. I'm sorry. Time. I just... <laughs> trying out that words. What was yeah. your thought? The, uh, most dreams are inspired in reality, anyway. That's true. So, like, mo a lot of movies are inspired by serial killers and all that thing. All yeah. I'm saying is, like, if it's something that's in your mind, it's probably easier to fight with, with time. You have a lot of things in advantage. Then someone right there that's difficult to kill, is stronger than you, and basically come uh, to kill you yeah. with a plan and everything. I guess, but, you know, to, to get rid of Freddy Krueger, all you have to do is not believe in him. Right. Well, but she According does to the that. movie, she does that in the end, though, when he's. Well, then comes Santa out. Claus will never kill me, and neither will Jesus. Okay. <laughs> but he will send you to hell. Oh, I'm sorry. Outer darkness. Whatever you say. Are they gonna make a horror movie on Jesus? I want a Jesus horror movie where fake Jesus comes back to kill people and send people to hell and send people. To hell. I mean, you're going to hell, and you're going to hell, and you're going to hell. Oh my God. Oprah, it's like the opposite Oprah. of Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, come on. Come well, on, that, Jesus. Like, that iconic gif, she black. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hell! Yeah. Oh my god. That just got really sacrilegious really Sorry. fast. Yeah. We're, we're trying to make this episode as controversial as possible. Because, you know, we have, we have lots of super Mormon and very religious friends that are listening to us talk <laughs> right now. I mean, I hope not. I have no idea who's listening to this Jesus. Podcast. If you are like a, a very, very religious person, just turn... If you haven't turned it off already, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> or my God. listening to torture yourself, I guess? I don't Well, know. have fun with that. But, you know, it's all about the movies. We love the movies. Let's give it some rankings. Let's do it. Let's um, go. Why don't we start with Haiti? 4.5. For the original. So let's give a ranking. Let's give a rating to the original and also to the newest one, Halloween Kills. So 4.5 for the original. I'm going to give that one. I'm going to give 5 to the original. That movie is Yeah, right on. Yeah, it was amazing. Let's I go. It's a classic. Um, perfect score for the original. Yeah. And 4.5 for the new one. The new one. Uh, let's go on to Marissa. Rate the two films. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know. I don't... I don't... Or basing on how much we liked it or just for the yeah. genre? Just yeah. give it what you... and How much you this enjoyed the movie. Totally I mean, really. subjective. Yeah, I, I mean... Think... Don't be the Russian judge, but, you know... <laughs> I was going to throw out a Russian accent and I was like, I'll kill it, no. I don't know that reference. The Russian judge? The Russian judge is always the one that votes at like a zero, you know? They're going to be overly about? critical about the movie. Just like a, in general. A Russian judge? Yeah, like in figure skating, the Russian judge will give like a what? really crappy score and everyone else will give the person a really great score. I'm not familiar with this term. Because Russians are assholes apparently. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> not that's general. not true. They're very hot that's really not true. It's just a stereotype, okay? I don't believe that stereotype. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Marissa. I thought you were just doing it off of that, that TikTok that I sent you today with a Russian lady talking. I, Russians, are, <laughs> Russians are supposed to be hard ass. It's I'm like sorry. Russian, it's like Russian 911 and the lady's like, what is he driving? And every, she's like, oh, are you sure? You every Hollywood that? movie, the bad guy is a Russian. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Marissa. Okay. 
So original Halloween, I'm gonna give it three golden idols. Okay, maybe three and a half. Okay. I just don't think that. I think because of the lack of just humans being semi like semi smart like oh, at all yeah. like a little bit of like I think that frustrates me a little but bit. But JLC so is a really smart lady. She survives. No, she except didn't she drops the knife ex. like two times. She could have double tapped him like three times in the original God movie. God damn it, JLC drops the knife Zombie right next rolls. to him. Jamie Lee, you could have ended this in Okay. I want to see more of her. Yeah, what the hell? She doesn't even meet him or anything in this movie. She doesn't do anything but He's like pretend she stabs herself in the ass she's, she's with old a giant ass needle of morphine. I thought she was going to escape and go for him. And, and, and she cries when the fire department goes by. I know. Don't save him. I think that was like Whatever. the end of it for me when she stabbed herself with a needle because... I actually had to have two different needles in my ass when I was pregnant. <laughs> she stabs son. her ass so hard with that morphine needle. She screams. Oh my god. No. Just be gentle to yourself, Jamie Lee. It's but okay like, to love yourself. Just just for the record, when I got when I got my my needle of morphine in the ass, by the time we got home within like 20 minutes, like, I was high as a kite on morphine, okay? You couldn't feel anything, probably. I couldn't basically feel anything. I could hardly keep my eyes open. And, like, it, I could I mean, feel it go up over my head. And we were in that house at yeah. the time that had, like, a giant-ass staircase. And yeah. I, he had to push me up the staircase. So you know, <laughs> after she stabbed herself in the ass with a needle, well, I, was, I was, like, nine months pregnant. I was huge. But, like, after that, I was like, okay, this, I don't know, that kind of... Yeah. I and then she goes and beats up a police police officer and then bleeds out some more and then they right. go put her back in bed. So. Yeah. She was just kind of like, me. Yeah. Anyhow. It, it's always okay. nice to have a gentle anesthesiologist and not have to do it yourself. Yeah. Right, just shove that yeah. thing on your ass. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and rate mine. Uh, I believe I'm going to rate the first one a four golden idols. I thought it was very well done. I love the Hitchcockian aspects of that film. I love the subtle takes and how they don't have to show the gore to get you scared. And I think that it was very well made. Yeah. The newest one, I'm going to go with you, Marissa. I'm going to say it too. It's just kill after kill after kill after kill after kill. That's like the main plot of the movie is just people dying and blood and gore. Like really and I can no watch reason. any move, any horror slasher film and get the yeah. exact same thing. I will not remember this movie tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a two golden idols. I think that's very generous, to be honest. Um, yeah, I was very disappointed with this latest installment because Halloween is... I, I don't know if I would say it's my favorite horror film, but it's definitely up there. It's one of my favorites. I mean, to be fair, did you expect it to be amazing when you went into the movie? No, because I actually saw the 2018 uh, installment and wasn't impressed. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I 
going back to the first one, I it's, it's one of my favorite horror films. Um, just what it establishes in the slasher genre and what John Carpenter is able to do with the, the direction and the cinematography and um, the acting is great. And the score. The atmosphere, the score, everything. Um, I'm going to go with you, Haiti, with the original. Five out of five. Insert sound here. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Um, for the new installment, uh, I probably won't go as low as two because I, I still found a lot of it enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of don't like the direction that the series has taken, even though it's taken worse directions in the past. Yeah. You know. Fair enough. Um, this franchise has been through the shitter. It's not necessarily <laughs> in the shitter anymore. It's kind of. Um, I mean, it was fun for the, the most part. <laughs> I'm going to give it a three out of five. Cool. Yeah, that's good. Hey, I, so I have one more question to throw out there, and maybe we can end on this. Let's do it. What would you want to see out of the next Halloween movie? Which there is one more. Um, I believe it's called Halloween Ends coming out next Oh, year. are they already making the next one? They're making a new one. Okay, so what do you want to see in Halloween's? And I'll just throw this out to anybody that even ca- I mean, maybe you guys don't care. Maybe, Ryan, maybe you have a take on it. What do you want to see in the next film? Do you just want to see Michael Myers die? Is yeah. that what's going to happen? I don't what think, do you think they'll kill him, but I think it would be kind of cool to finally see like the yeah, actual end. An actual, yeah, an actual. So way to I think I think what I want to see is I want to see Gandalf. Oh, you know, Gandalf the White, not the gray one, not the, the gray. white one. Right. Okay, I want an axe. You want to like, see White I don't know Jesus? Why I'm going with you, but I'm going with you. White, okay, you got white Jesus with an axe. Okay, White Jesus with an axe. Freaking behead that motherfucker. And he's gone forever and ever. And there's no more Halloween movies because don't mess with the class. Wait, so so does Gandalf have Gimli's axe? Yeah, man. Ah, he does now. Oh, yes. He does Actually, now. he holds... No, 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 no. He holds <laughs> Gimli... Okay. And uses Gimli as, like, as leverage? The, he's, no, he throws. He yeah. throws Gimli. Yeah, he does. Oh, my God. He like, throws Gimli like and yeah. he's dead. And it's so fast because of his like wizard skills. Yes, and, and I Michael don't even, Myers can't. I don't stab know him. why I went Lord of the Rings on this shit, but because Lord of the Rings is magical and Michael Myers yeah. is apparently magic. He's apparently magical. Here, here's what I want. If okay. I can't, if I yes, sorry. Take um, over for me. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think I'm gonna go as silly as you or as far out as you, but <laughs> I'm gonna. Well, why not? Why the hell not? Let's keep it more based in okay. reality. Yes, okay. Go ahead. Here's what I want. Okay. Lori Strode goes back to Michael Myers' home. She confronts Michael Myers face to face. Yes. He does not. He is, he is mortally wounded, but yeah, still yeah. breathing. I'm right. She reaches right. out, takes off his mask, and we see Mike Myers, the actor, and he goes, Yeah, baby! Yes! yes! One million dollars. <laughs> Not so much what I want to see, but what I don't want to see. And no offense, but I don't want to see Jamie Lee Curtis. <gasps> Canceled. Shirt on or off? No, I, d- I don't want to see her at all because she was so How pointless. No, she was so pointless in the last movie. Sorry. Yeah, she. She was so pointless that I'm like nothing. Get get somebody new. Like I, the granddaughter. Yes, like her she, her granddaughter well, had more of an. They did set that up. I think for the next out. movie. She figured out how to stop him. While dying and pass it to the granddaughter. 
If just everybody can die, the first thing, okay, including Michael Myers, I would be okay with that. I think and we'll be good. And then she dead. Everyone the dies. On, the first thing on the movie, she discovered how to kill him while he's killing her. Yeah. And uh, the granddaughter knows. Uh -huh. Wait, is it, is, is it Haddonfield? Haddonfield. How about Haddonfield just gets a fucking nuke, nuke dropped on it, and then they all die, and then it ends? Oh my god, you're going the genocide route. Okay. <laughs> and then in you're 20 years. How will live in this place anyway, knowing that there's a killer coming back? And then, Let's move already. And then in 20 years, we're going to have like deformed radioactive Michael Myers oh come god. back and kill okay. some other town. All right, we're done. Anyhow, thank All right. you for having us back on. Yes, you know what? We were yep. uh, we loved having thank you guys you for on. Our guest. Yes. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed oh, watching gosh. these Halloween movies. Hey, Ringo. That's my dog, Ringo. If you ever hear him, he's just really loud. He's part husky and he's obnoxious yeah. and he's a super whiny Josh. little bitch. Yes, Ryan. I, I think after this, you know, after uh, uh, torturing ourselves with all these, these Halloween movies, I mean, uh, most of them were fun, right? I've had a blast. Well, great. This has been amazing. Yeah. It's been really fun. Uh, after this, I think we should get back into outside of the horror genre and just into uh, general Can, rated R pick. That's right. Can we find a happy rated R movie? Let's is that see. even possible? Maybe is a it, comedy? Isn't there a Mrs. Sunshine? <gasps> oh, no, 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 no. You guys, on the next movie, we're watching The Hangover. Yes. The Hangover, yes. bitches. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Is that on the list? I have yeah. It is. Hell, okay. You guys, next movie. The Hangover. Hit us up. We're going to watch a new one. We're going to watch The Hangover. It's going to be a blast. Does anyone die in The Hangover? Uh, yes, I believe so. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But watch it, watch it with us so that, you know, by, by next week when you hear this episode, then you can, you can if you haven't already seen it, you can, you know, Absolutely. It watch The Hangover. Listen to our episode where we talk about the movie and maybe we'll have... Um, Oh, you we, guys as guests again. We could, have, we could also have a special guest who's missing some teeth. You never know. Oh, Mike no. Tyson? <laughs> no kiss? Mike Tyson's in that movie, right? No kiss. Oh, my God. Okay. Can we, is Mike Tyson going to join us in the movie? Podcast? <laughs> Shit. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. Join us next time where we will review The Hangover and have a happy Halloween and get some candy and not razor blades. And don't get killed. Please. Yes, stay away from all the crazy people with William Shatner masks. We love all of you. You're amazing. Can I hear that Mike Tyson impression one more time? Tune in next time for my amazing Mike Tyson can, impression. No, no, no. Can you say, in your Mike Tyson voice, can you say, have a spooky Halloween? Hey, everybody, have a spooky Halloween.